Hello everybody, welcome back to Children's Strange Stories, uh, where today we'll be joined by Joe and your podcast is? My podcast is Joe's Stranger Show. Yes, so today we'll be, we'll be doing fan theories about Stranger Things. First off, Hopper is not that. Yeah. So, how do we know this? First off... You don't see the you don't see him actually die. He just disappears. As well the first episode, you see the Russian men die from it, but you don't see Hopper actually like properly die. Secondly, he it's the Russians say no not the American, which means the Russians could be holding the American, which will be Hopper. Jim Hopper. Yeah. Right, second theory. Right. I'll, um, someone else is going to get Eleven's powers. Um, I agree on this one. I agree on this one. Sorry, I dropped my phone. I agree on this one, but I don't see how this is realistic. Can what? you tell me, George? Well, I think someone else will get her powers or something else has absorbed her powers. Maybe another, another number. If you, if you have any, if you have any suggestions, messages. Bye. Hi, this is the Joe Stranger Show, and I'm here again with the one and only... George, George's Strange Stories. Today, we're going to be doing um, Stranger Things series um, part two. Right, quick spoiler warning if you have not seen season two or season three, because it will let out serious spoilers. Right. Let's get started. First theory. Dr. Brenner is alive and will be back. First note. He is obviously linked to the Upside Down in some way. And we don't... And again, back to all the way to season one. We don't actually see him die. A lot like Hopper, we do not see him die. Second point. How would the Russians know that much about Hawkins were the upside down is and all that, how to make it without Dr. Brenner's help? Plus, how would the Russians get the Demogorgon? Second theory, Joe, take it away. Okay. So, second theory is there are other test subjects that that are going to appear as you, like you have seen in the in season two you had 11 and eight this is going to happen surely after eight's appearance in season two the stage is being set for more test subjects to appear on 11's radar if you think about it eight looks like she's quite a bit older than 11 and in the fl- 
and in the flashback scene in Hawkins Lab, their difference in age indicates that children could have been test subjects over a time span of decades at the lab. So the earliest ki- earliest kids that were experimented upon could be in their forties by the time season three arrived. Uh, arrived, perhaps with their own jobs and fam- families trying to keep their dark past and supernatural abilities hidden. They could even be working for Hawkins Lab. Now wouldn't that be something? Fact free, up for you, George. Hopper's daughter was a test subject at Hawkins Lab. Right, so Hopper's daughter, we're not talking about Eleven, we're talking about her original daughter, Sarah Hopper. Like, first fact, she she was she, she was brought into hospital, and that hospital was Hawkins Lab. So that's got something to do with it there. Second off, she can't she she's too she was too like sudden. It's definitely a sudden thing where it it was immediately something was wrong with her, which I find a little suspicious. Third off, um, the the um the the um what the doctors could have gave her basically could have been something that gave her yeah gave her the cancer like maybe and did a test some a test on her yeah, it was meant to give her supernatural powers and it went wrong and it gave her the cancer and killed her um fourth survey over to joe go on okay so Terry Ives, have you, as you've seen in season two, which is, and a little bit in season one, is um, Eleven's mum, as we all know. San- her sanity could be suck- stuck in the upside down. So, the moment when Eleven found her mum, Terry, in the upside down, was an odd, odd one. Was it just me, or did Terry seem more lucid than we've ever seen her before? Unlike her usual behaviour, when she saw Eleven, she grasped her daughter's hand and said very clearly, No, after showing Eleven what happened to her. You you then see Terry's noses bleeding, just like Eleven's and Eight's do after they use their powers. Coincidence, perhaps not. The fact that she was able to show Eleven what happened to her could indicate that Terry's consciousness is more powerful in the Upside Down, and she might have supernatural abilities to match in the Season 3. This could lead to the curious the curious limbo between dimensions being the only space where Eleven can talk to her mum. Sorry, just got something in my eye over here. Right. Fiction 5 for George. The man tries to use Eleven as a host. Seriously, if you haven't got to the end of 
Stranger Things 2 stop reading right now. At the end of the season, Eleven confronts the enormous eight-legged monster to, um, residing in the Upside Down called the Mantra and uses, and uses her awesome um, psychic powers to steal it back inside the the upside down, closing the tear between our world and the alternate dimension. So you so now the mind flow knows eleven exists. Repeat now the mind flow. The creature can possess possesses people and uses them as puppets and spies. No, um knows eleven exists. The um the kid with the extraordinarily deadly power, not good. I'm batting that, um, yeah, I lost my words, I'm sorry there. Okay. Um, but basically, Eleven's the most likely to attach to the mind flow because they've both got very psychic powers and control abilities um service service six okay so we think that steve is gonna become hopper's deputy at the police station so steve god bless his glorious head of hair is a bit stuck at the moment he doesn't have nancy plus he obviously resents the idea of going to work for his dad's company so some of him might think hawkins is a dead end for him apart from his new status as an adoptee mum to lucas dustin will mike and max that is seeing how much steve took 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 to looking after the kids in season two i bet he's going to stick around to keep an eye on them and what what better place could there be for him than by hopper's side as deputy sheriff of hawkins this could be or this could give us not only a priceless double act but would also make steve's protective streak his job Plus, he knows about all the secret supernatural goings-on of Hawkins, so he'd be able to accompany Hopper during his meetings with the government, with a capital G. <laughs> which, would, which would save Hopper with the trouble of... Which would save Hopper the trouble of having to keep most of the top secret police work to himself. I want this duo so badly. Number seven. Avika somehow knows about the Hawkins lab experiments. This is a theory um, that we already know in season three. She, she knows about... Eleven and the upside down and all that, but it doesn't exactly say how much. So the theory goes that she might, she might almost be linked somehow, and possibly in season four be run to test by number eight. Okay, so 
The upside down is a living being. I'm not alone having so many questions about the upside down, am I? What is it? Why does it look why does it look like Hawkins? How did those creatures get there? How does it work? The upside down is alive. The mind flare is an obedient embodiment of its will. Hence its curiosity about our dim- dimension and its eagerness to infect Hawkins. The demogorgons are either parasites or akin to white blood cells. Cleaning the upside down of infections, i.e. humans. The, vine, the vines that are strewn around all, o- all over the gloomy dimension, as well as the one that worms itself into will, could be its nerves or veins that are hardwired c- to consume anything foreign and turn into energy so according to this fairy everything in the upside down could be alive and hell bent on destroying cork and shudder number nine um every time Alafing uses her power her health gets a little worse um Eleven's nose food so you come inside and stranger things by now. But what if they sign of something much, much worse, like internal bleeding? Obviously every time she uses her powers and um and acts a quite a big strain on her otherwise. Um her nose wouldn't start gushing for gush gushing um first the certain then the cert the concern that then eleven might even be dying without knowing it um yeah Num- number ten and the last one over to you okay so Bob from season two is from Derry. Main and met Pennywise when he was a kid. Okay, so. Okay, this isn't exactly related specifically to season three, but it's simply too clever to ignore. Remember sweet, kind Bob Newbie superhero? His tale of the creepy Mr. Baldo, the clown from the local fair, kind of reminds people of something like Pennywise, the clown from the It movie. From the way that Mr. Baldo offers the young Bob a balloon to his particularly unnerving voice, it sounds especially like, well, it's, well, it, that's not all either. Bob hails from Maine, where it comes from, specifically Derry. Could it be that he actually came from Derry, encountered it, and left? Upon leaving Derry, it inhabits memories of the creatures in inevitably fade. So it's a d- distinct possibility, especially considering the Duffer brothers love St- Stephen King's. Love Stephen King. One, one, one that makes me want to in invest in a nightlight, but possibly all the same. That is the end. Hope you liked it. And is there anything that you want to say, George? Um, no, except see ya in the next podcast. Bye. Bye.
Oh, what's that like?